Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 145. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. To wrap up season three, we'll be looking at Forest FM's 10 most popular or most downloaded episodes of 2019. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. Last of the year, last of season three, and we're going to do this a little different to last week's top 10, just because we're celebrating our guests here today, not ourselves. Absolutely. And people are so used to listening to us already. We actually thought it would be a nice treat to just focus on our guest voices in this episode. So what we're going to do here is we're going to count down to top 10 episodes and we're going to give a little bit of background into who each guest was and the topic that they're discussing. We're going to play mostly clips from our guests for each episode. So I think it's fair to say you could probably treat this as a montage episode without the actual montage. (laughs) Well, I guess there is a bit of montage. It's almost like we're just doing one joint big collaboration between all 10 guests. We're playing the MCs today. That's that's exactly what it is. The MCs. Spin it. (laughs) (laughs) So so coming in at number 10, we had episode 130 featuring Sean O'Sullivan. And this one was on setting and managing salon staff targets. You were very excited about this one. Well, it was kind of ironic because he is my manager. So (laughs) it just got a little insight into how he sets our targets. So without further ado, let's just play it for you. People can be very nervous about staff targets, especially when it comes to underperformers, that they don't want to upset them or they want to keep it very private. So targets really give a lot of incentive and drive to teams. You never want someone to be surprised if they're not performing. They should always know where they are and it keeps them on their toes as well. So you'll always have your selling targets, but every person should also have their individual targets. You would never expect a junior stylist to perform to the same level as a master stylist. So you should always set different targets for them. And it's agreeing with those people what those targets are and helping them develop towards them. So that's the first step in stopping targets becoming negative in the workplace. The ninth most downloaded episode this year was 117 with Emma Simmons on teamwork as a key factor for success in Salon 54's 30 Days to Grow results. So this was off the back of the 30 Days to Grow campaign we had where we brought Emma in to discuss how the campaign worked for Salon 54 as mentioned in the title but how they got on with the challenges. This is the third year of the campaign, isn't it? Third year of the campaign, absolutely. It'll be the fourth in 2020. And it was Emma's second participation in the challenge. And it's a strange one because while Emma is just talking about how the campaign went for her salon as a business owner, I think every year we do an episode similar to this and it always ranks quite well. It does. And I guess this is the reason why. We did it last year, but it... I didn't sort of delve into it quite as much. Um, I didn't sort of involve the team as much. This year was more sort of like teamwork and getting everybody involved in it. When I said, oh, do you fancy doing this, girls? And like straight away, they're like, yeah. Now they're all really interested in um, kind of like looking at their columns as their own little businesses. I think just the staff themselves like have been more motivated and sort of like wanting to sort of come to us with, come forth with their ideas and things like that. So it's quite easy to do with the team on board, you know, because on your own you can achieve so little, but together you can achieve so much more. Then coming in at number eight, we had episode 103, Phil Jackson. And this episode was about using Facebook Messenger to drive conversation with salon clients. So if you don't know about Phil Jackson, he's an award-winning salon owner, industry mentor. He's actually listed on the Salon Mentorship Hub. So you can uh, request a 15 to 30 minute consultation with him. 
And so if you're looking into Facebook Messenger to drive conversations, this is the episode you need to listen to. Messenger, I think, has been on everyone's radar in a social way for quite a long time now. And, um, and Facebook have been very clear that this is going to be their big growth strategy over the next few years. And I think it's about time the salon industry um, bucked up their ideas a little bit and caught up because ultimately what we're talking about, of course, is conversations. And that's something we do really well. So there's, there's plenty that can be done on the automation side, but it's got to start with the conversation. I think the key to it is to be really clear about who it is that you're talking to and if you've done work on your customer avatar that should give you a consistent voice across all platforms coming in at seven we have episode 116 with jay williams on the difference between satisfied and loyal clients and why it matters zoe what's the difference between a satisfied and loyal client there's a margin for error there's a margin for error. So this comes from Jay Williams' latest video series, Eat This, Not That, The Better Choices Better Leaders Make. And it's essentially a guide to reframing our perspective on various concepts and situations. With regards to this episode, he was kind of talking about why do clients come back to you? Are they loyal or are they satisfied? A loyal client will put up with that one-off bad hair day where a satisfied client will just find the next person. Yeah. Really interesting episode, one of my personal favorites. Um, but it's maybe, maybe I'm biased as well. I have really good chats with Jay Williams usually. But anyways, here are some of the insights from this episode. Hope you enjoy. Satisfaction and loyalty. If you looked at the two, the difference is, is loyalty has an emotional component to it, where satisfaction is missing that element. The relationships that work have this element of loyalty to it. And the deal is, is if the relationship's based on satisfaction, you'll stay with that person until someone satisfies you more. You can't constantly fall short of satisfying someone. You just need that margin of error when you don't. Coming in at number six, we have episode 104 with Sinead Carroll and Jay Williams, once again, on the <laughs> Salon Owner Summit Roadshow, uh, Building Trust and Leaving Your Mark. So this was essentially, it's funny how in the blog roundup, you had the announcement for the Roadshow being one of the most popular. And here on the podcast, that was also one of the most popular episodes this year. Clearly, the US was craving a Roadshow. And I think they actually both came in and around kind of between 654, didn't they? All summer, yeah, something like summer that. content in general. Yeah. But for now, let's listen to what Sinead and Jay had to say on the build up to the Salon Owner Summit Roadshow. The Roadshow was kind of born out of, in fact, we do have quite a lot of clients in the United States. So the demand was there. It's kind of like a more condensed version of the flagship event. And so I look forward to these events because I grow from the events too, and I grow from the exchange. And that's what I would share at these events is that they'll either validate your thinking and give you that comfort level that you're moving in the right direction, or it'll give you new and different thinking to yield a new and different result. We're halfway through the list now. Yep. Number five, episode 126 with Billy Rickman on the mindset of the new age salonpreneur. He had a whole ebook there talking about uh, the new mindset that salon owners needed to take on to be successful. And um, fundamentally, he was looking at two different types of entrepreneurs. The type A who'd work 40 hours in the salon, servicing clients, look after the team, try and do all of these different things. And then the type B who would work 
on the business rather than in it and actually have the time to grow uh, their business. And uh, it was it was a it was a cool way of looking at the transition between working behind the chair to working on the business and growing it as a company, as a CEO almost. Yeah, what I liked about talking to Billy Rickman is he actually fell into the industry by mistake. But because of that, he's been able to put a fresh approach on running a salon. He's been able to look at it more from the business or the entrepreneur or, as he says, the salonpreneur perspective as opposed to, I'm the one servicing staff. He now looks at it goes, I'm servicing the business. If you're not making noise, if you don't have the attention of your customers, then there will be a competitor who is making more noise and get more attention and they will eventually take your clients. And so salonpreneurs are people who fundamentally see their business as a business first and they see the technical side of it second. You can't have a finger in both pies and you can't stand on both sides of the fence. And I understand that people should always do what they're passionate about. But if you want to survive over the next five, 10 years in business and certainly longer, you just can't do half and half. Otherwise, that's that's usually when it all falls down. So now we're leading into number four. And with this one, it actually kind of ties into the third most downloaded episode, which is ironic because number four and number three, which is episode 112 and 107, were kind of a part one and part two. It was almost like a two-part. They were linked, indeed. It was with Steve Gomez. So number four, episode 112, was on interdependent leadership and holding empowering meetings. And number three, episode 107, was on listening to what your salon numbers are telling you and coaching accordingly. So how are we going to do this? Because what came in at fourth is actually part two and what came in at third is part one. So do you want to play them in that order or the downloaded order? Nah, the downloaded order. We'll go downloaded yes, order. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, they can both be listened to independently. So we'll just keep it as is. So you'll hear so. the clips from 112 first and then 107. And one of the things that I see is that there's there's not a empowered, systematic integration into the culture. You know, the more involved the team is, we increase the percentages of them wanting to then follow through and execute upon whatever the initiative is, whether it's hiring somebody or bringing in a new product line or whatever it is. Be patient, accept where people are, accept where they're not. It's about being open and supportive and loving people for where they are at on the journey and allowing them to continue to gradually progress into the highest iteration of themselves. As leaders, we must get conscious and allow people's humanity to show up. And it's a great opportunity to dig in and coach somebody. Uh, that to me is what makes uh, the mark of a great leader is their ability to disrupt and to really have professional curiosity. I don't care if you've been at it 20, 30, 40 years and you think you know the industry, continue to be curious about things. When we can take the time to understand what the people are fighting for and what's in it for them, uh, we can coach them on what they're doing because the bigger impact is what it's going to mean in their life and their career long term. So now we're on the final two. Final two. Episode 129 came in at number two. And this one was with Tamara Shaw on the seven steps of highly effective salon and spa customer journeys. And I remember you saying on that episode, 
Ah, you know, our clients and, and our audience love lists. Lists. And here we go. And odd lists <laughs> as well. It had to be an odd one, even though it wrecked my head on the day. Yes. She gave you a number eight, though. It's like, what, the seven steps of highly effective people and mm-hmm. how many other blogs. But yeah, um, listening to the episode, it needed the seven. Yeah. This episode featured Tamara Shah, Beauté Industries founding director and community creator, and it explored what successful customer journeys were made of. And so if you need to up your game on your customer service journey, this is the episode you want to be taking notes on. Now, the thing with the consultation is that everyone asks the same questions. So we need to really start to exceed the client's expectations. Once we've done our consultation, we get the client on the bed or in the chair and we actually clean the skin or we clean the hair. So once we've cleansed the skin, we actually go into the fourth step, which is the diagnosis. And this is where the magic happens. If you forget any step, It's not this one. When they're in the treatment room, that's actually their safe space and that's your opportunity to bring in those retail options. And this leads us into the top most downloaded episode of 2019. And I actually love this guy. This guy just fills the room with energy. He's speaking at the Salon Owner Summit in January and Basically, if you're feeling tired before going in to see this guy, don't bother with coffee. You won't need it. By the end of it, you'll be buzzing. Um, should I get my drum kit? Should I do another drum roll? <laughs> like ah, sure, why not? <laughs> okay, just one second there now. Ryan Power on using the blurred lines between personal and business personas as a marketing advantage. And I've seen this topic being discussed more and more in 2019. So clearly it's something of concern. Now, at the summit, he's not going to be tackling this particular topic. He's going to be talking about email marketing at the summit. But this episode is definitely one to listen to. It even got us personally thinking about how we split our profiles or didn't. Yeah, we both ended up actioning something after this. So more of that to be expected at the Salon Owner Summit 2020. Wow, I nearly said 2019. 2020 at the Dublin Convention Centre on January the 6th. People generally buy people and people want to know who the people are behind the businesses and nowhere is that more true than in small business, particularly in our industries. Some of your clients are going to be very interested in what you get up to when you're not in your salon, as simple as that. So you might use it to your advantage by actually building a bit of a relationship with them. So what I'm recommending people do is that if they accept some friends from their um, from their clients, from various clients that they've got, they can put them on like a client subdomain or sub profile if you like. So you can kind of split your profile up a little bit and determine who sees what. Go and hang out casually in whatever groups you think your dream client is also hanging out in. So if you've gone in and you've been super helpful on a on a post, you're just going to come across as like this really cool, helpful guy or gal, which again, as we touched on earlier, will result in a load of people then stalking you. I mean, looking at your profile. So uh, even though you might think it's obvious, uh, that doesn't mean everyone, certainly people who work outside of your industry, uh, they might not deem it to be quite so obvious. Thinking of switching salon software companies but fear the migration process? 
How long will it take? What happens to my staff and clients' details or my roster? Look, when you sign up for Forest Salon Software, it's our mission to transfer your data from your previous provider smoothly and safely onto your new one, us. Manage, market, and grow your business with Forest Salon Software. Visit forest.com for more details. And just to sign off one last time on our support closing days, in the US, our support close days are the 25th of December and the 1st of January. In Ireland, Germany, the UK and Australia, our support department are closed on the 25th and 26th of December and the 1st of January. And in Finland, our support closing days are the 24th, 25th and 26th of December and the 1st and 6th of January. And well, that's 2019 wrapped. Which episode was your favourite this year? Share your thoughts and suggestions by sending us an email at forcedfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful festive season and we'll catch you for season four, kicking off on Monday, January 13th, 2020. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.